is a Quiz Bowl cast episode 37C, the Chicago Open 2008 Literature Tournament, round three between Ku Teitler and Davis Candelacar. One of this author's works opens at one of Johnny Chipman's parties at the Harlequin Club, where Ricky French and the other guests they debate the trouble with art, which they conclude is women. In addition to young people's pride, this author wrote a play where the voice of Schiller responds, it does to me, when asked what difference it makes to burn a few books, burn a hundred, or burn a million. This author's poems include Western Star and Litany for Dictatorships, and he adapted a passage from Whitman's Specimen Days for a poem about Union troops after a defeat. A priest travels to pl- the place of the gods his in his post-apocalyptic short story by the waters of Babylon, and in another of his... Beneath. Yeah, ten. Uh, up. Uh, in one of this author's plays, Palmer and Weedle swindle Sir Nicholas Coley out of 1,000 pounds, and the ballet of Sir Frederick Froelich... Dufoy is locked in a tub after eating large amounts of opium. In another, Ariana and Gatti are pursued by Freeman and Curtal, who exposes the schemes of the amorous Lady Cockwood. Besides the comical revenge, and she would if she could, this author used John Wilmot as a model for a character who leaves Mrs. Lovett and Belinda for Harriet. That play contrasts Doramont with the ridiculous affections of Sir Fopling Flutter. For ten points, name this restoration dramatist of the Man of Mode. Oh, Kipper? No. It's Thomas George Etheridge, Chelsea Free. Uh, their land includes the Fountain Artesia. They work as much by night as day, allowing their members to make a dual living as shepherd and cattle herder in their city of Teleplius, which was founded by Lemos and sits on top of steep cliffs overlooking a channel. At first seeing only smoke in their land, the protagonist sends out a search party which is directed to their king, Antiphates, by his daughter. However, when that party instead encounters this race's violent queen, they retreat and through the and though the cove hidden flagship remains safe from them, the rest of the fleet is destroyed by their hurled rocks. Visited between like Amazon. No. Uh, visited between Aeolus and Circe for ten points. Name this race of man-eating giants from the Odyssey. Yes, ten points. Okay. Also, one character in this play compares an unshorn person to a corpse waiting to be washed and later asks, is the number 846 possible or necessary? After its premiere, Harold Hobson was the only critic to give this play a positive review, and its author stated that this play contained the most important line he ever wrote, don't let them tell you what to do. This play ends with one character proclaiming, I was the belle of the ball, and includes a scene... Glass Menagerie? No. Where the protagonist screams after two characters shout questions like, why do you pick your nose and why did the chicken cross the road at him? During the title event, the protagonist steps on a drum and attempts to rape Lulu after his glasses are broken by McCann. Set at a seaside boarding house run by Pe- uh, Petey and Meg Bowles. For 10 points, in this play about the abduction of Stanley Weber by Harold Pinter. Huh. The kidnapping. No, it was a birthday party. All right, that's fine. One character in this play observes women like that part which, like the lamprey, hath never a bone in it. In its fourth act, Madman dance in front of the protagonist after she has shown wax likenesses of the corpse of her husband and children. The protagonist refuses to marry Count Malatiste and is later banished by Dumcho at the Shrine of Our Lady of Loretto. In the final act, Julia dies after kissing a poisoned book, and Bosala kills a man driven to lycanthropy by the death of the... Ty- 
touches them all. Yeah, 10 points. Toss up. The second excur- er, excursus of Dialectic of Enlightenment analyzes one of this author's characters as the embodiment of the Enlightenment project. In the work of in the work where that character appears, she has an extended dialogue with Pope Pius VI, whom she calls by his secular name, Brashi. Pierre Klawowski analyzed this author's role as philosopher-villain in a book titled My Neighbor, This Man. An essay by Simone de Beauvoir states that he was genuinely afraid of people. That essay's title asks if we must have burned that, this author. This author of the novella Florville and Corval considered the problem evil in dialogue between a priest and a dying man, the Reese, uh, Dying Man. Therese narrates the story of Madame de Lorsan's sister, who is eventually struck by a blazing thunderbolt in a novel by this author, subtitled The Misfortunes of Virtue. For 10 points, name this French author of philosophy in the bedroom, The 120 Days of Sodom and Justine. Sod? Yeah, 10 points. Yeah. Toss up. This author drew from the Mer. Sidarian account of, for his short story about the life of San Pedro Armengol El Bandolero. This author of the historical drama Antona Garcia also wrote a short story about the virtues of the dowager queen Donna Maria Prudence in The Woman. He wrote a play about a woman whose only brother Antonio is murdered by her lover Felipe, Marta La Piedosa, and collected critical essays such as Labyrinth and Pleasure and Profit in Cigarles de Toledo. Another of his plays, named for a rake who pulls the beard of a statue of the murdered Don Gonzalo and invites it to dinner, was adapted into a Mozart opera. Uh, for 10 points, name this disciple of Lope de Vega, the Spanish playwright, whose The Libertine of Seville and The Stone Guest formed the basis for Don Giovanni. Teresa de Molina? Yeah. Uh, after the incident in the village hall, the narrator of this work claims to see an Indian chief, the goddess Diana, and a Bavarian broom bride in the forest outside Paul Dudley's ancient stone wall. In this novel, the story of Fontel Roy is told by a character who seeks to obtain money from the narrator's daughter to build a school for criminals. In its 14th chapter, the uh, main characters discuss the place of women after journeying to Elliot's pupil. Uh, pulpit, and in the first chapter, the narrator talks with Old Moody before setting out for the title location. After a magician show in which Westervelt produces a veiled lady, Hollingsworth reveals his love for. Pers- Blackdale romance? Yes, 10 points. Uh, also. Unable to sleep the night before traveling to Turin, the main character of this work composes a poem about charming younger brother of Count Duvarney titled The Piedmontese. Its epigraph begins, Fate sits on these dark battalments and frowns, and near the end of the novel, Ludovico reveals that mysterious noises were really caused by hidden pirates. Opening in 1584 on the pleasant banks of Garonne in Gascony, the protagonist is pursued by Murano and is frightened by a nameless horror behind a black veil. Eventually, the main character is reunited with Valancourt after being imprisoned in Count Montoni's title fortress. After reading this novel, Catherine Morland suspects it's just... Mysteries of Vidal. Yeah. In the second chapter of this work, the narrator discusses people who regained sight with cataract operations, while in his last chapter, the narrator follows a bee and contemplates the waters of separation. Also featuring a goldfish named Ellery Channing in another chapter, the narrator claims, this is it, I think this is it right now, the present, while petting a beagle puppy and sipping coffee at a gas station. It opens with the narrator's notion that she has been painted with roses while sleeping naked in front of a window the cat uses. Featuring chapters like Heaven and Earth in Jest, it takes place at the title location in the Blue Ridge Mountains of Virginia for 10 points, named this theological treatise of nature writing written by Annie Dillard. <laughs> oh, 
Okay. This time it's Pilgrim at uh, Tinker Creek. I have, I have negative 10 to 70. Yeah. Plus 11. In a letter to the author of this poem, its addressee wrote that he would have publicly published it had he not been apprehensive about incurring the imputation of vanity. One stanza describes a goddess whose golden hair is bound by olive and laurel, while another implores the muses to listen while the author's pen relates how armies pour through a thousand gates. Its fourth stanza deplores whoever dares disgrace the land of freedom's heaven-defended race after stating that Gallic powers Columbia's fury bound. Originally published two years after its author's collection poems on various subjects, religious and moral, this poem ends by encouraging the title figure to proceed, great chief, with virtue at thy side and wishing him a crown imagine a throne that shine for this is Phil Squeezy's thing it's like his excellency George Washington no um this poem uh, by Phyllis Wheatley addressed to America's first president to his excellency George Washington yeah I mean the rules you need the two right after you after the counts if it's like a duh uh so yeah okay Alright, so toss up. After drinking from an enchanted spring, this character is imprisoned by the giant Orgoglio. He nearly commits suicide after Trevisan brings him to the dwelling of despair and defeats his main antagonist upon being revived with ointment from the Tree of Life. At the House of Pride, this character is challenged to a fight by Sans Joy, and after Archimago tricks him into doubting the chastity of his companion, this character abandons her to uh, for Fidessa, who is really Duessa in disguise. He learns that he will be canonized as Saint George at the House of Holiness before slaying a dragon terrorizing the home of Una. For then points name this character, uh, identify this character. Perhaps the Red Cross Knight? That is correct. Right. Also, one speaker in this work, Johann Baptista Botinius, apologizes... I guess, yeah, apologizes for the length of his oration and wishes that his audience included the Pope. Hysanthus de Archangelis mocks him in the next section, and the narrator of the final sections notes that one of the title objects is responsible for linking our England to his Italy. Another speaker, Giuseppe Caponsacci, is upset that he has to tell over twice what I the first time told six months ago since he was not believed initially in the section tetrium quid the author claims balls a machine from which to please the mob focusing on events which transpired on february 22nd 1698 the source of this work comes from a collection of legal documents the author found in the piazza san lorenzo about a case involving count guido francesini for 10 points in this twenty-one thousand line narrative poem about a real life murder Oh, that's, that's what that is. Okay. The protagonist of this work spends hours staring out a window in boredom, partially because the only book in her house is an edition of Lives of the Fathers. Later, the protagonist is pinned to the ground by a clerk after placing herself on a machine for weighing animals. The title character is visions of a cat with fiery eyes in the head of her father-in-law, and out of jealousy, the title character kills Sonetka by dragging her into the Volga River. In order to keep seeing Sergei, the title character poisons the mushrooms of Boris... Lady Macbeth and McTensky. Yeah. Also, in Running Dog, Maul Robbins searches for a possible pornographic film starring this man. A devil named D.T. narrates a 2007 uh, novel by Norman Mailer about the childhood of this man, the castle in the forest. Hitler? 15. Oh. Also, uh, in a Jean Le Carre's novel, Smiley's... Mm-hmm. 
uh, yeah, Spinely's people. The main character must remember to tell Max it concerns this figure. This figure titles a Miles Gibson novel about William Burton, a lonely boy who ends up becoming a good-natured serial killer. This figure tells uh, Hajalmar seven stories in seven nights in Hans Christian Andersen's fairy tale Ole Lecouge. In a short story, Nathaniel associates this figure with the lawyer Coppelius before falling in love with Spallan. Zani's Automaton, Olympia. Freud analyzes a short story about this figure in his essay, The Uncanny. For 10 points, I know this character who tells a short story by E.T.A. Hoffman, as well as a series of, by Neil Gaiman about Dream... Oh, Sandman. Yeah. Tells up. This works cites J.P. Vinod's research to assert that Greek tragedies are composed of words with double meanings that each character understands unilaterally. It, it attacks castrating objectivity of the realist novelist and argues that writers produce texts from inner dictionaries. This work cites Mallarmé, Valerie, Proust, and the Surrealists as writers who try to overcome the cult of the central figure, described as a product of French rationalism, the Reformation, and the culmination of capitalist ideology. First published in Image, Music, Text, this essay states that writing is the destruction of every voice of every point of origin and it claims that the title figure should be replaced with the scripter beginning by analyzing a passage from Balzac's uh, Sarah scene for 10 points name this essay which SZ what is it not SZ no uh, which argues that the birth of the reader needs to be at the cost of the title event written by Roland Vars. Uh, the birth of the reader can happen because of the death of the author. Oh, he wrote that. Uh, this author of critical works like Return to Painting and The Case for Literature wrote a short story about a boy who develops the title malady by jumping into a pool without exercising enough beforehand. In addition to cramp, this author applied groto Grotowski's concept of a poor theater in his play, whose title refers to the Buddhist doctrine of Paramita, the other shore. This author of the collection Buying a Fishing Rod for My Grandfather wrote about his relationship with Sylvie Trumbull? No. And uh, Mark in One Man's Bible. Shortly after discovering that he did not have lung cancer, he wrote a novel about a dying man's quest to reach Lingshan. For 10 points, name this Chinese author of Soul Mountain. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The protagonist of this short story uh, works for the PR section of a major manufacturer of electrical appliances and states that the most important port point is unity when describing a kitchen to the editor of a magazine for young housewives. The protagonist casually uses the word pragmatic to describe the world, feeling that it explains a lot and makes work easier, and later returns a brick-red umbrella after regretting telling a story which he felt might excite Sherlock Holmes. While standing on a cliff behind a house, the protagonist feels that the difference in size between the keeper and the title animal, originally sent from East Africa, had shrunk, making it possible for it to have escaped through the bars of his cage. The title animal's disappearance is chronicled in for 10 points, which title story of a collection by Haruke uh, Murakami. Oh, wait, no, man. Sorry. I got the time as the elephant vanishes. Thus is the last. Uh, this author wrote about a conversation between waiters named Love, Satan, and Death in his short story in the Tavern of Life. In one of this author's works, Adham and Shaban found an establishment which borrows and lends people's worries. In addition to Anxiety Bank, this author wrote two uh, buildings romans about his alter ego, Musin, Return of the Spirit and the Bird of the East, and wrote his country's first absurdist play, The Tree Climber, an allegory between the Quran, uh, an allegory in the Quran, inspired his first play, which is based on the 
myth of seven sleepers of Ephesus. Uh, Ephesus. In another of his plays, a Mameluk ruler must choose between obeying the law or ruling by force upon learning that he has not been legally manumitted. For 10 points, name this Egyptian playwright of the people of the cave and the Sultan's Dilemma. Time it's Al Hakim. Okay. Final score: Ku Teitler, one twenty. Davis Kenlikar, negative five.